Geeks, welcome back to episode 83 of the Scent Geeks podcast. We are proudly sponsored by the excellent Kajal Perfumes, who you can find at kajalperfumes.com. But of course, you know that because we say it every week. If you need a little bit of help finding their website, you can go to our Facebook group, the Scent Geeks podcast, and use the cheeky code Geeks10 for some discount 10% in fact and also stay tuned for details of how to enter the giveaway where you can either win a full bottle of a Kajal fragrance or a discovery set all right now with that said I gotta make an apology I've been a bit slack with my attendance this last couple of weeks and uh, it's not really gonna get any better I'm, I'm a busy little boy at the moment but I'm here this week and that's what counts also here this week, uh, who is uh, far more regular than me with his attendance, it's Steve from the YouTube channel Frags to Riches. Hello, Steve. Hello. Here, here he is, mate. He's back. <laughs> Bloody hell. Bonjour. I feel, like, I feel like we need to revel in your your presence at the minute. Make the most of it. It's It feels like a rare thing. But uh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, are you dialing in from the fucking space station or are you like <laughs> New Zealand? Where are you at the minute? Are you? <laughs> God, mate, I don't even know where I am. Chasing my tail somewhere. Jesus. Well, as long as you're having fun and you're enjoying it. I mean, I, I took the piss last week, but actually, as, as I said, fair play to you to kind of making the most of the summer and, and, and you know, getting some quality family time in. That's what it's about, really. In the end I mean, day, so. that is it, really. You know, it, th- these six weeks or whatever, it's eight weeks uh, when the kids are off school, this is just the time where we go, right, let's just do as much as we can and get everything done. And so we have we have about 10 different holidays and visits booked and we've got different sets of parents to go and visit and so it's fitting all that in really and obviously when the kids aren't at school sunday evenings are uh, sometimes get they get booked up um so that is the uh, that is the reality and you know we do our best to to work around it and i do just want to say i listened to the podcast that you did with clem last week and i loved it and it's the first time that i've been able to sit and listen to the scent geeks podcast without me being in it and just sort of just sit back and, and and enjoy it rather than thinking oh did we did we edit that bit right and did how, how did the mic sound and oh did we talk about that subject or i was I, I just sort of distanced myself from being involved with it and i could just sit there and enjoy it and i did i, I thought you guys did great loved listening uh big big thanks to clemens for jumping into sub for me um but yeah good good show guys Oh, thanks, man. I'm glad you uh, approve. She was, she's brilliant. We've already had loads of feedback from her. She's of the thing is with Clemence is she's obviously just very, very informed, like very well informed. She's very knowledgeable about fragrances, but you can also obviously have a chat and a laugh with her, and she doesn't take herself too seriously. So it's just it just affords itself to being a really fun conversation really i really enjoyed it anyway and it seems like most people did so i'm really glad you did as well so that's good absolutely yeah 
good job. Uh, so what? How have you been? I've not spoken to you for a couple of weeks, mate. How, I know it's 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 that thing now where it feels like it's been so long. Like I don't know what I need to fill you in on. So, um, but yeah, it's I've been busy. Um, I've got this week off work, so Ooh, nice. got a few things planned. So perhaps, well, I don't know if I'll catch you next week. Uh, we'll see. But um, but yeah, um, I don't know what. I've, oh God, I don't know. I've just been sort of working quite a bit, really. Um, yeah. My. Uh, a little a cute thing that has happened is I have discovered that my uh, daughter, who's about to turn one this week, which is crazy, that's been a year already, um, she's um, really enjoys, uh, it turns out she's a, a bit of a hip-hop fan like me. She, like, <laughs> like, it's so cute. You play a bit of, put a bit of hip-hop on and she starts literally bopping, which is the cutest little thing. So Aww. I'm really going to try and uh, make the most of that. And I'm, I just keep, like, playing <laughs> play music where I can now. So, so that's quite cute. But... Um, yeah, I don't know, really. Building any oh. more sheds or oh, have you have you started on your office yet? Have you done that? Uh, no, mate, it's just not arrived yet. They're struggling to get oh. the materials. This is the whole fucking materials shortage. So yeah, they yeah. they rang me up the other day and they said no, they're still struggling with the materials, but they're kind of working on it. So it's like ah, damn it. So um, mm. so yeah, no sh- no no office for me yet. I'm still in this, the sort of the current office slash spare room, but. Uh, but obviously you've been gallivanting so have you got any kind of highlights or little uh, anything you want to report back on before we get into the frag stuff uh yeah well so yeah we had we had 10 days in cornwall and it was great it was uh campsite was right by the five minutes walk over the dunes to to this massive beach just by st ives and uh i did i had a surf lesson well we, we did we did a family surf lesson and they mainly concentrated on the kids uh but yeah we, we we had a couple of hours surfing and i i surprised myself by catching my first wave and standing up on the first wave i couldn't believe it oh, i was, so, I was awesome. like yeah I, I did i didn't think i'd be able to do it because uh, you know surfing is notoriously difficult to to mm. pick up but i sort of it just felt quite natural to, to me if you know what I mean it didn't feel like when I started to learn skiing and snowboarding to me I thought I'd pick those things up and I'd would, it would feel quite natural but they didn't sliding and get sliding down snow on something that slides down snow very fast didn't come across as intuitive to me but just getting on the board in the water just feels just a little I think the consequences are much less if, if you fall off because he's falling into water so I think I was more relaxed and that always helps so can you snowboard as well? I know you're a skier, but I didn't know you snowboarded. So can you, or did you uh, just I try it? Or? I wouldn't say I can snowboard. Um, I, I I sort of did a couple of trips with the snowboard, and I can do the basics, but I spent more time like falling on my ass than I ever did sliding down the snow. So I didn't really get it to the point where I could enjoy it. You know, I would never get fast enough to, to go down those annoying bits where it flattens off and you've yeah, got to have enough yeah. speed before you get to the next hill. I was one of those that pe- skiers were That's offering the poles yeah. to to, yeah. to get me along. Or you've got to you've got to do that thing where you take your snowboard off one foot and you've got to do that that awkward shuffle along with one yeah. foot on and one foot off just to get to the next bit. And then you got to strap in again. And uh, so anyway, did skiing and I'm not a great skier, but um, I can definitely enjoy skiing more than snowboarding. But yeah, I think you're See, bored, the- bored, aren't you? Yeah, I'm a snowboarder. I've yeah. never, literally, never skied. My wife is a skier. She did do an intro to snowboarding on last our last holiday to Finland, and she could hardly stand up, bless her. Um, yeah. So I've never skied, but I'm kind of like you know, I'm I'm quite a competent snowboarder. So to go back to being a beginner on skis would be, I just don't, it just doesn't appeal. So I'm just going to stick to snowboarding. But yeah. I think that, that from what I've heard, I've never surfed, but 
when you snowboard, the you you should be leaning forward. Your weight should be on your front foot. Yeah. Um, uh, which is which I found when I was learning very counterintuitive. To yes, like, absolutely. You know, yeah, when you're going down a mountain with. to like put your like lean down a mountain, like yep. your reflexes to lean back, lean away same from the skis. danger. Yeah, yeah. Same on skis too. If you lean and back, it, you're you're going to slide all over the place. You've got exactly, to lean forward. Exactly. You lose control, don't you? Because so, yeah. they, they lift up. Uh, but I think um, surfing, from what my mate said to me, is you should have your weight on your back foot. That's where yeah. the weight goes. That's so correct. It's, that's where it's a bit like again if you're a snowboarder and you're used to that and then to switch it kind of um it sort of works against you but out of interest which foot do you have forward when you're snowboarding or uh, left foot forward so i'm regular regular yeah see i'm goofy yeah right. I'm goofy. yeah i have right foot forward uh, or um apparently uh, statistically um in snowboarding um the majority of like women um are goofy I don't know why, because it's oh. it's not always about left hand, right hand. It's just what's comfortable. Because I'm right-handed, but I, I ride goofy. Right. Uh, and so uh, when I went on the various lads' holidays snowboarding, most of them were of the, well, they were all regular. So that so they just kept saying that I rode girl. They didn't say I rode goofy. They just said, oh yeah, you ride girl. <laughs> it's just that's what I got <laughs> all all week on like a snowboarding holiday. So yeah, all right. <laughs> but anyway, I suppose we should. Shall we? Shall we talk about fragrance? Yeah, let's do a little bit of frag talk. Yeah, what should we do? Should we see? Should, should we delve into the arse section? Let, I do love to delve into the arse as well. You know, which sounds really dodgy. <laughs> I do. Um, know, yeah. yeah. Um, right. So there's been um, there's been some kofis. There's been some kofis. So as Ooh. everybody knows, I, I people moan that I say it, but I have to say it. If you go to ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks, all one word, you can buy us a coffee. And some people have bought us coffees this week and they've been really generous so uh jacks has bought us a coffee uh, love the podcast and have a question i'm starting a new job as a bartender in florida which is very hot and humid i want to make a good impression as the new guy something that's not too cloying but leaves people wanting more any recommendations i'm in my early 20s by the way yeah it's got to be virgin island water isn't it that's exactly i was gonna say that i was well the the one that i was gonna say which i thought fuck me i say that for so many of these but i was gonna say like silver uh, black panther or or fucking bulgari's legem tiger i've said it loads of times because it's just fresh and clean but a bit different and unique and not many people wear it um so i was gonna say that but actually silver mountain water is not a bad shout i really like that but yeah the trying to think of alternatives i was thinking of virgin yeah. island water so yeah i i would um also give a shout out to uh jacques fat curacao bay the the blue one uh the, the it's actually blue juice um cecile zrockian uh, created it and it's this sort of tropical coconutty suntan lotion um beautiful stuff quite addictive but i think that would work really well in the florida floridian humidity if that's the right th- way to to say it but yes uh, that would also be a good recommendation um i really like uh, for sort of that hot weather bulgari's um man would neroli but obviously you do have to like neroli for that fragrance if you don't yeah don't, don't power through you've got to like neroli for that one to work but i do and i really enjoy that fragrance mm. works really well yeah in, i like neroli as well yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, John um, John Snow of uh, Scented Snowdrops. He really does. He's not really not a Neroli fan, is he? I think I swear it's Neroli. He really doesn't mm. like. It's funny, isn't it? It's just you know whatever floats your boat. Some people like it, some people don't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is, um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's mate, that one. Go. Sorry, I was going to mm-hmm. say that's that's for Jack. So unless you've got any others you can think of, um, well, drop them drop them in the Facebook group, guys. Yes. If you're listening, and put some recommendations in there. 
yeah please do actually we need to we need a bit more activity in the facebook group so if it'd be great if people could go and post some recommendations for jacks as i think we've had one similar to this recently and it's quite a hard one to get like because as we've discussed quite often sort of freshy fragrances are can be samey in the sense that it can be quite citrusy or quite you know quite pleasant quite fresh or whatever but you know not nothing to write home about so to get a sort of standout you know something that's a bit different a bit notable but still quite fresh and clean is is not always easy so by all means drop those recommendations in the facebook group yeah uh right wayne has uh bought us a coffee uh good listen as always chaps clements was also great uh yes she was thank you uh, i noticed i had um been on nine cent geeks donations for a while oh wow he's donated nine times and oh. as i received a, um, a great and speedy service from lux parfum there we go oh, a little yeah. plug for your website uh so as i received a great and speedy service from lux parfum last week on my kajal om 2 purchase um another god Good we're choice. plugging things left right and center here uh, <laughs> absolutely superb fragrance too he's put in brackets i've now made my 10th donation and it was a very generous wow. one actually so thank you wayne you're an absolute legend what a star cheers wayne yeah kajalom too that i mean that could potentially work for our bartender friend couldn't it i think so yeah as long as you don't go too heavy because it's sort of quite fresh and clean but i think if you went heavy it might be a bit cloying that's the only thing Mm. because it's it's one of those ones i find with kajalom too is the performance is deceiving i think i mentioned it before but because my little atomizer is quite a wide fine mist I don't feel like I've got much on those, so I have been guilty of overspraying that one, and then it gets a bit like, whoa. My wife yeah. has made some comments, so, but it's a lovely <laughs> fragrance. Um, so I think that it's got some fruity nuances. I think that could work quite well for our barkeeper friend, actually. So, yeah, there you go. Um, and we've got another coffee from uh, Johnny. Uh, keep it pouring, guys. Thankful, uh, thankful have for having this pod to listen to every day on my way to work. Looking forward to grabbing a bottle of Smolder on the first, even if I have to pay for international shipping. And Johnny Ooh. was also really generous as well, so big shout out to Johnny. But yeah, so he's looking forward to. I think we'll we'll mention that fragrance again later on in the show. But yeah, uh, do you want to never just heard shout of it? Out but yeah, we can talk about it if you want. Shout out Smolder, Chris's uh, collaboration with Aaron Terence Hughes. I'll do it so it doesn't sound like you're self self plugging. Um, <laughs> you can get it on the Aaron Terence Hughes website on the first. Is the launch date um, mm-hmm. getting quick? Because from what I think, I think it's going to sell out. I think is my mm-hmm. prediction. Uh, so I would say get in there. Yeah. Well, it is. It, it's sort of the the but the nature of small businesses and small brands is there's only the capacity to to make li- limited quantities. So there. So it is quite limited. Uh, so yeah. Um. I, I. I. I mean. I don't know. It might. It might go in a day or it might not. I. I don't know. But there seems to be some good interest, which I'm really pleased about. I. I. Th- yeah. I mean. I think it's. We can talk about it a little bit later. I've smelt it. I think the guys have done a great job, but obviously I would say that. I'm not going to sit here yeah. and say otherwise, to be fair, but I am being honest. Um, <laughs> so I think I do think it's going to go, but we'll probably talk about that fragrance a little bit later because I've actually smelt sure. it. So. Um, so there we go. Has there been any reviews, Chris? Steve, I am very... I, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more than pleased, actually, to announce. I, I am thrilled to announce. I'm over the moon to announce, yes, we have reviews. We've got two. I'm going to read awesome. them out to you right now so the first one is uh the title is if you're into fragrances this shows a must it's five stars says these guys are very active in the community and rarely miss an episode 
Engage with the listeners like no other podcast I've listened to. Great opportunity to listen to some blokes casually talking frags. I downloaded Apple Podcasts just to give them a review. Oh, what a star. Love that. I listen to hundreds of podcasts and this is my first review. Enough said. Give them a listen and join the community. That is from Momo the Bomb via Apple Podcasts in Australia. So, I mean, thanks for going to the trouble of downloading Apple Podcasts so you can leave us a review. It, it's a bit annoying that you you can only really leave reviews via Apple. I think if people could do it on Spotify, you're a Spotify listener, Steve. I don't yeah, know. Spotify, it, can yeah, can yeah. you do a review on Spotify or not? I think you can. So no. you can sort of follow and, and stuff. So you basically obviously get updated, but I don't think there's any rev- ways you can review. So it's uh, it's really frustrating. But um, I, we've never really emphasised this, but I literally, the first time I ever hear these reviews is when Chris reads them out. And same with the Kofi's for him, actually. So so they're so nice to hear. It's, it's really humbling when people are so sort of kind. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And as, as is this next review, uh, which the title is Easy Five Star Rating. And uh, they go on to say, for someone who has a passion for fragrances, this podcast is just perfect. I've listened from the very beginning and can't praise it enough. It's great to listen to Chris and Steve, a.k.a. Jeff, (laughs) chatting about fragrances as I don't have many male friends who share the same passion. I mean, both, just going to just pause there a sec, there's a lot more to read, but both these reviews are mentioning the exact reasons why we started this podcast about casually, two blokes casually chatting about fragrances and um, it being something for for people who don't have mates to do that with so I, i'm really I, I love that the right target audience is finding the podcast that's great mm, yeah no it is really cool i do appreciate that i mean i, I think i suspect the vast the, i don't know what the breakdown is but probably the majority of our listeners are male but i know we do have some female listeners yeah we um, do yeah, yeah probably because they just love chris's dulcet tones but um no but steve no, i was i was loving your your dulcet so your rich warm you got a good a good radio voice i'm telling you you got you got a good uh or maybe it's just because you had a cold last week and you sound a bit better <laughs> yeah, it's like normal, um phoebe in friends when she's yeah. uh she gets that cold and then she just becomes a really sexy singer and yeah. she's trying yeah. to get her cold back isn't she singing <laughs> yeah. like smelly cat like <laughs> you just become a sexy podcaster when you've got a cold but yeah, back to normal now sure. so you yeah, know unfortunately so <laughs> i think to be fair listening to you know my voice next to clem's i think i'm always going to struggle with it. i said to her afterwards i was like there was a bit in the middle of that podcast where you like named about three or four like french fragrance houses obviously like with a perfect french pronunciation i was like bloody hell i was like oh that's god that's quite hot yeah. that and she's like really <laughs> i was like yeah jesus it was like it sounded amazing because it's it just sounds so right like, <laughs> yeah it sounds correct yeah. for starters but yeah. I, I think the french language it flows so beautifully as well it does so. yeah so it yeah. just, uh, but anyway, I digress. Yes, um, so I'll continue reading this review. I recently bought Zaharoff Signature Pour Homme as Lux Parfum, uh, shout out, which I've been waiting for for ages. So thank you for making that a possibility, Chris. You're welcome. Can't wait for it to arrive and finally review it on my Instagram page, which I share with my partner, Grace. It's called at Sense It Together. So go and check that Instagram page out, guys. It's at Sense underscore it underscore together. That sounds lovely. Just a quick note for Steve's fragrance collection story request. My girlfriend, Grace, was not a fraghead at all, but then she met me. When I first introduced her to my fragrance collection, she was shocked at the enormity, but very supportive. She loved my quirky little passion. However, she couldn't help but laugh when I told her that I also wear my fragrances to bed every night. But a turn of events. Guess who now sprays at bedtime too? 
she is now building her very own collection of fragrances and is at a total of eight. Her most recent purchase was Diptyque's Fleur de Pew? 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 Fleur de Pew? Fleur de Pew? Pew? I don't know. Never heard of it. We, well, where's Clements when you need her? <laughs> Fleur de Pew. There we go. Uh, which is incredible, and she even watches Fragmental. I'm, well, I mean, never heard of that guy. Frags to ri- oh, she she watches Fragmental, Frags to Riches, and she adores George the Fragrance Apprentice and Aaron oh. Terrence Hughes. It seems I found a budding fraghead. Keep it up, guys, and that is from David Manklow. What a great... Uh, that's more than a review. That is... Uh, we should have saved it for a little story, actually, at the end. I didn't realise. Yeah. I didn't pre-read it. I should Shot have... a bolt early on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, it, it felt good, anyway, um, to read that out. And uh, thanks for the... We, I, I mean, if you're going to write a review, why not just throw a little bit of story in there as well? Because it's fun to read out. So thank you, David. I really enjoyed reading that one. That was cool. Really nice to read really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm literally on their Instagram page now and I'm cle- I, I feel bad because they've followed me and I've not followed them back yet. I'm, I'm pretty shit on Instagram, guys. So if I've not followed you back, don't take it personally. It's just basically what I do is every now and again, I log in, go through all the people that have recently followed me and then follow back. So I do it in like in batches, basically. Yeah. Um, but they've got some really cool photos on their Instagram page really wicked they almost look like sort of you know when some people like obviously Dan the fragrance weirdo does this as well because who we had on as a guest they, they can make their pictures look like marketing pictures, you know what I mean? They don't, they don't yeah. look like they're, they look too good for an amateur. They, they look yeah. like proper marketing pictures. And I'm prime photography as well. That account is an amazing uh, account on um, the, the the quality of, of the pictures on there is stunning. Yeah, I'm always jealous of that. I always desperately try to make my photos look better than they actually are, you know. But um, and I struggle. Yeah. But uh, but again, I I don't. I often just do it on my phone. I don't sort of get the yeah. old DSL, DSLR out or anything like that. But but yeah, wicked photos, wicked account. So yeah, followed back guys. Um, uh, yeah, go and check them out for sure. Right. Should we talk about what we've been wearing? I think I'll I'll put it to you, Steve. What have you been wearing this week? Um, I've been wearing. I actually did a actually had a look while um before we were recording so i actually kind of know what i'm talking about this week um <laughs> so um i've had a mostly a basic bitch week because i've um kind of been out seeing customers and things so i can't afford to go anything too uh, pungent um i have been guilty this week of a few times the wife has commented because i've had because uh, i've had this cold i can smell but she's like i think your nose is a bit too blocked because you're your fragrance is getting stronger she basically i'm going heavier because i'm not smelling it as much (laughs) and and she's suffering like today uh, the other day i actually wore um chanel allure on sport so fairly you know safe and i forgot how well that performs i must admit so i actually Mm. went a bit heavy on the i've got a few too many extra sprays went downstairs and she was like in the kitchen she walked past me she's like oh she's like you've put too much on that's that's too strong she's like oh it's getting in my chest i was like (laughs) Steve, just of... just give her a kiss and give her your cold so she can't smell your fragrances as well, much. Then, she, that then could she's be all right. That could be the option. So I so I overspray that bad boy, um, and then today it might have been just because it was fairly fresh. But I got she commented today again that I'd oversprayed um, the chronic from Byron. But as we know, oh. that is a hell of a performer. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's those those two. I was guilty of overspraying this week. I also wore Prada Lunarosa Carbon, uh, Prada Lom, bit of a Prada week. Um, I've worn. 
what else have I just having a look now? Um, Armani Code, um, but the um, Absolute version, which is my favourite. I'm going to wear um, Profumo this week, though, as a little contrast. I've decided, okay. I've decided that oh, earlier. Cool. Um, and then I've also worn uh, Mont Blanc Explorer. And then I tried a little fragrance uh, called Smolder. I, I tried oh, the other yeah. day. So, How was yeah. that one? Well, some bloke on YouTube's done it, and you know what these YouTubers are like, fucking chances. But um, but he apparently worked with with somebody who's actually a perfumer, so that helps. And uh, and and they've done a good job, I would say. Right. Oh, good. I'll have to <laughs> yeah. try it. Well, joking aside, you know, I so I um I was kind. You you were kind enough to let me uh, give me an opportunity to smell it. So um and I did, and I sort of sort of messaging you, and. For me, the the main thing is I I thought the opening was good. It's really interesting. I liked the opening, but for me, it's the dry down. Like it just like as it dried down, it just really it all the the all the the elements sort of started working together for me in the dry yeah. down. So because I in the opening again, my nose is probably not one hundred percent because of this cold. I kind of got the sort of a like a cleaner powderiness with that sort of smokiness and i could get those those are the i could get the different notes but those are the, the two main accords that i kind of got but as it dried down those two kind of st- started really coming together and working well together in the dry down and that's when i and it, and it sweetened up a little bit as well um so yeah for me i was just i was like i was like yeah this is nice this is nice and then the more it dried down i was like i kept smelling i was like no, no, this is this is really. No, no, this is. And then I got to the point where I messaged you. I was like, no, seriously, this is actually really good. It was yeah. like it was just like the the longer it was on, like it just started just smelling better and better. I was like, yeah. So, so that's the, what I would say to anybody. Like, I'm sure you, loads of people love the opening, but I would say make sure you do wait for that dry down as well um mm. if you if you do get a sample or whatever because for me that's where it really comes into its own absolutely so, I, I agree actually mate the, i i love the opening but then as it dries down projection does does sort of dial back a little bit as as it does with with all fragrances but into the far dry down it is just that's where it smolders that is where it's like these sweet woody embers just smoldering on your skin and it gets a little bit addictive for me actually i just love smelling it and i think it i think initially when you spray it it is a bit louder and um and a, a little shoutier because you've got lemon and neroli in there it's kicking it off your skin so it gives you a really nice projection but i think in the dry down it becomes refined and smooth and a really sort of sophisticated uh, smelling scent to me um which is um why i i thought it was the right formulation and why we we wanted to put that one out there because we tried lots of different things as, as you've probably seen uh, us talk about but i thought no i think this is this is the one this is doing it uh, so well thank you for your uh, feedback steve i really appreciate it uh, no worries i mean this again this sounds like i'm sort of just um sort of shilling or peddling your 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 wares here but uh, as i did sort of say to you i think what what I like about it is what's you've and I don't know if this was intentional. I don't know if you sort of just created the scent and that is what it is or or what. But the particularly in the dry down for me, it's I think it's interesting enough that a lot of sort of niche heads or frag heads or frag snobs would will, will be interested in it and take it seriously. There's there's enough going on, yet it's not so weird and wonderful that your basic bitches like me couldn't enjoy it as well. Because I th- I think there's still stuff. So I think you've sort of hit that sweet spot where it's. It's interesting for the for the snobs and 
it's a ta- like um, interested. It's safe and not safe is a wrong word, but you know, it's it's um, appealing enough for the, the basic bitches like me. Um, but they, for me, I think it's I'd probably wear it more in the sort of colder weather because that smokiness. Yeah. I think it just worked well, kind of probably outside yeah. in the colder weather. But yeah. Yeah. And it's not super smoky. I mean, you're right. There definitely is a wisp of smoke running through the fragrance and it just mingles with the incense beautifully. But yeah, I mean, if you if you compare it to something like uh, Imaginary Authors, A City on Fire, that is like that is like sitting next to a barbecue. That That is really smoky. Um, but yes, you're right. There There is a little bit of um, smokiness. Well, I think I think I'm probably more sensitive because in general I'm not really a big sort of smoky frag fan so no. I think I'm a bit more susceptible to it a bit more sensitive to it maybe yes and it's the same with the wife my wife doesn't my wife can't get her head around smoky fragrances they don't make sense to her she doesn't understand why you would ever want to smell yeah any sort of smoke in a fragrance like it she literally it can't can't compute it's like why do you know what I mean? She just, it doesn't make sense to her. So whenever she yeah. smells any hint of smoke, she's like, oh no, it's just, I, I, why would you want that? Like, it's, yeah. it's kind of like what uh, yeah. um, Nigel at Two Cents with his missus hates oud, as do a lot of people. And she, she just doesn't get oud. She's like, why would you want to smell like oud? And obviously there's different types of oud, but, and my wife's the same with smoke to be fair. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's why a lot of people s- sort of have trouble with Tuscan leather, because why would anyone want to just smell so leathery, I guess? Um, but uh, you know everyone has different tastes don't they different things appeal but I, I I agree with you I think it's it's got a lovely complexity but it's not a challenging wear I don't think I don't think it's um, I don't think it's too challenging so yes uh, I, I think you're right there is that sweet spot that hopefully it will appeal to um, to people who are you know into niche fragrances but people who maybe aren't that as into niche we'll, we'll still get something out of Smolder too so we will see anyway we'll see Mm. yeah um so i think that's me so what have you what have you been wearing mate all right so i have been wearing i i, I took i didn't take that many with me to i've just come back from anglesey i've rushed back to to do the podcast uh left early to to get here and do it so um uh you know didn't want to let the listeners down again so i took to anglesey with me uh Akadapama colonia intensa uh i of course took smolder um to give that a few wears and uh, I also took the new Tom Ford Ombre Leather Parfum, which I, I wore there. And I gotta say, I am loving that. I am. I think that's a great fragrance. If you like Tuscan leather and you like the original Ombre leather, oh, you've got to try it because I, I am loving it uh, more and more uh, the more I wear it. Um, so whilst I was in Cornwall, I, I took the uh, Zaharov Z Creators bottles which we're now selling on on Lux Parfum I think the sirens actually sold out uh, so hopefully George can send some more stock of that one over uh, but I love those um uh, Ross's um, business over pleasure is this really sort of nice it's, it's, it was sort of in the realm of Creed's original Santal so quite an easy safe wear um but very smooth very sophisticated um and just yeah could be a great signature scent uh, so really enjoyed that if you want something very very easy going um uh, Justin's uh, Brass and Soul. That was uh, this really nice sort of clean, gentlemanly, soapy opening, but then it dries down to to this really nice, rich, spicy sort of incense fragrance. So I was really intrigued with that, and that had good performance on me. And uh, and then the Siren. So the Siren for me, it, which is uh, Andrea's scent, Andrea from the channel Curly Scents. That one is sort of for me maybe like a mix between something like uh, Killian's Black Phantom, Amouage, 
interlude man um but not quite as intense as those uh, certainly as as interlude man not quite as potent it's a little smoother a little more easy going than those but it's sort of that way on it's this mysterious rich sensual fragrance uh so yeah enjoyed the z creators i wore a prada mate i wore a, a discontinued prada as well in the time that we've uh, we've been apart uh it's uh prada luna rossa extreme i don't know if you smelled that one no i haven't what's it like it's good. It's um, it's quite lavender centric, actually. Mm. So uh, I think um, I only the only reason that I bought this was my mate, who's not a fraghead, he swears by it. He just he would just buy bottle after bottle after bottle. He's 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 runs his own business. He would travel a lot, um, and so he's sort of around strangers a lot, and he would mm. often get compliments on Prada Luna Rossa Extreme um, and he told me he said I can't get it anymore Chris what can I do and I was like well, I, I don't know mate you could get the perfume parlor I suppose uh, but then I saw it going in a Facebook group for a good price like full bottle so uh, I, I picked it up and uh, and it is a lovely fragrance uh, and and now you're going to sell it to him for three times yeah. the price you for you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I should do yeah yeah that'd be, be a good mate wouldn't it um, and uh, finally uh, one that you talked about with Clemens last week I have been wearing the uh, the new Dior Sauvage Elixir, which I'm uh, okay. really enjoying. I so have to say, I saw I saw uh, Mass enjoyed it. Your brother-in-law, um, yeah. he was sort of he was not normally a Sauvage, a bit like me, really, not a big Sauvage fan, um, but probably for different reasons. I think he's he's a bit more of a a bit a bit more into niche than me. Where I'm just I just never really got into the uh, the whole Ambroxin. Just I found it a bit choky in the EDT and EDP. Um, so, but he really enjoyed it, didn't he? He found it interesting he enough did. and a bit yeah. different. Um, so, what, what are your thoughts then, Chris? Well, I I think it is quite a departure from the other Sauvages, uh, which they all definitely have that sort of very similar Sauvage, Ambroxan, Bergamot DNA. But this one has a little bit of that sort of in the background if you look for it. But it's not that's not the dominant aspect of this fragrance the lavender is um, but it's not an old school dated lavender i think it's a really sort of modern uh, sophisticated very natural smelling sort of lavender a little bit spicy well it's, it mingles in with with the spices in there i've seemed to get quite a lot of nutmeg out of this fragrance as well um so i find it rich spicy powdery and i've got to say as a fragrance credit to Dior because I think it pretty much ticks the boxes because it's unique it's distinctive it's mass appealing but it's uh, it, it's there's enough complexity there to uh, to appreciate if you're a little bit more into your fragrances I think people around you smelling it are gonna love it I think it's, it jumps off the skin it's strong massive scent bubble lasts ages so I think that it's an expensive though isn't it well, um, you know, it's uh, sixty mil is one hundred and fifteen quid. One hundred and fifteen, one hundred and fifteen quid. It's just so, niche territory, though. That's the thing. But I, I guess, get, it's I guess so, life. but it's it, we we only invent these d designer niche labels anyway. The, the the fragrance companies probably don't you know adhere mm. to that. They're just making fragrances, aren't they? And uh, if the materials that they've used to create this scent require them to charge a higher price, that's the way it is. You know, you. I think I think the difference being because they can mass produce that at such a level, they can produce per mill a lot cheaper than a niche house. But 
but yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I agree with most of what you said there I th- and that's the thing I I think I recommend people to smell it uh, it'd be interesting to see like somebody commented on my video that they think they don't think this is going to be a success I was like well, I, th- I mean it's a hell of a fragrance but he was saying that there's almost a mismatch because like people that are into Sauvage like these young lads or whatever you know that they're marketed to um, in their 20s early 20s or whatever they might be a bit surprised they're going to probably go and smell this and be like ooh what this is not Sauvage this is because it is a different a different kind of style of fragrance it's a different it's almost appealing the, the, that sort of scent profile would appeal to a different type of person that they're used to marketing to so so I can kind of see his point there really um, so it'd be interesting but I, d- I don't think it's it's going to fail I think it'll be I think it's going to be I think it could potentially be the mo- the best selling Sauvage yet in my opinion mm. uh, I think it's uh, it. I don't know I, I yeah I just I just think it does and I just think it ticks more boxes than all the other ones I, I really enjoy it and I've heard a few people mention similarities to Parfum de Marley's Leighton which I know is is you know a big mm. fave of yours and uh, I, I sort of yeah I mean it doesn't smell the same but you know you get the spices with the lavender so I, I can see what people are talking I'm, I'm sniffing as I'm talking because I've actually yeah. got it sprayed on the back of my hand but yeah I've I do get that I've got my little sample here that I'm just I'm, I was going to spray it on but I'm going to spray another fragrance in minutes but yeah so I'm spraying it now but yeah I, I, I kind of got that I kind of I wouldn't agree, but I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like in the dry down when it's sweetened up a little bit. Yeah, I could see where they're coming from, but I didn't necessarily agree with it. But um, but for me, it was just I couldn't. As I say, I, I need to emphasise. I think it's a very good fragrance. I think people should smell it, and it is good. And I'd happily wear it, no qualms. But I just don't think I'd buy it because a, it's probably going to be potentially really popular again, and also that, there's that sort of licorice accord that I. I don't love yeah. I just don't love that accord uh, so for me I'm glad I didn't blind buy it and I don't think I will be buying a bottle uh, but I might change my mind um, a few people said you need to revisit it I saw a couple of people in the Facebook groups they revisited it like a week or two later and started kind of mm. actually no this is pretty decent so yeah I'm loving it actually I'm really enjoying it yeah mm. um, I've got a fragrance that I've not smelt yet but my sample arrived um, yesterday or day before so I thought I might just do a little first time sniff right now if that's all right on the podcast do it oh yes be my guest so the fragrance is a brand new release for sean paul gautier it's a scandal pour homme now they've done i don't know when the theme in inverted commas i always have to do that now because otherwise we get beasted for saying there's no such thing as a female fragrance the female marketed fragrance um scandal i don't know if that's released at the same sort of time but i know the pour homme as uh, was released this year 2021 quite recently and i just um basically requested a free sample you could basically um they were doing a, a campaign through instagram or something so i just clicked on it and said yeah I'll, I'll have a sample please and it took fucking weeks to come but it actually arrived mm. now i've got the sample here i've not smelt it yet um i have loaded up for Grantica to look at the notes kind of to pick my interest and now i'm really excited so i probably should have done this afterwards and kind of done a breakdown but i don't want to spend too long on this because chris hasn't got it but at the top there's clary sage there's mandarin orange which i love mandarin as everybody knows in the mid um, there's caramel and tonka so this could potentially be very sweet and in the base there's vetiver or vetiver uh, if i was trying vetiver. to pronounce it yeah, yeah. um so I'm actually quite excited by this. I've got to say, that's a good note breakdown. Yeah. That promises much. I, I yeah. My I only concern is if it's going to be a bit too sort of gourmandish um, mm. and go too sweet. But I wonder if it could be something like strong with you intensely, like that sort of. 
caramel so, sweet sort of. Right, yeah. let, let me. As I said, I don't yeah, want to spend spray. too long on this, but I'm just going to do my very first impressions right now, and then I'll probably do a video on it at some point. Where have you sprayed? Oh, I've sprayed That's it on good. my arm. Right, and it smells good. Oh, Ooh. that quick. Ooh. That yeah, that no, is very I'm, definitive, man. I'm, I'm, I'm topping it up because it didn't spray much. Yeah. Oh, this. Oh. Oh, oh shit, mate. mate! I like it. Oh mate, you're making me. But you're influencing me, right? Live oh, on the shit, podcast. I actually, I actually proper like that. I need to see how. Do you? Yeah, like genuinely. It's wow. I need to see how it dries down. It might really sweeten up. But for me, that's really nice. It's kind of at the top. It's kind of got. It's fresh and clean. Mm. With some sweetness in it, which is, as well you know, is right up my sweet, uh, sweet, right up my street. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm obsessed with sweetness. Yeah. <laughs> but that is, and I think the vetiver in there as well just kind of gives it a, like a bit it. of a, a, a balancing out and gives it a yeah. nice base, kind of that's not too um, immature. So it, I wouldn't say it's a mature fragrance per se, but you know, rather than being a, a a very very sweet, sickly sweet sort of young childish fragrance, I think. It's balanced quite well with that vetiver and this and the. Oh mate, I, I really lo- like like genuinely. Wow, I mean, the, this is like you, this is a very positive first impression. I have to say, mate, How, is I'm that gonna... caramel very prominent? It's not super heavy and sweet. It's there. It's giving yeah. it some sweetness, but it's not super heavy. I wonder again because I've obviously only got this tiny little you know sample. Sometimes, um, I've and I think this might be the case as well that I've experienced with uh, Sauvage Elixir. Like when you've got the little travel ones, obviously you only put in like even if you do multiple sprays, you're not getting that much. Where with the you know the Dior sprayers, for example, you get a lot. A couple of sprays mm. from one of those, you're getting a lot. So it might be that I'm not you know there's just not that much there. That yeah. Does it seem to have uh, a, a good base to it? Is it like a solid... Is, is the depth there? The only thing I would say is now it's starting to dry down. It's a bit sweet. I think it's it's it, it might be something... It smells a bit like it might be something from... Um, like a Paco Rabanne style pure with excess, that sweetness. Sort of. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the one I was going to say, like a pure right. excess style. Interesting, I'm just, I've scrolled down on Fragrantica. A few people have compared it to um, Le Beau. A few people, as always fucking happens, have compared it to mm-hmm. One Million. Any fragrance yeah. that's sweet gets compared yeah, one to One Million. million. Yeah. Um, Eros is there, Dupom is there, as some of the ones that they've compared it to. Okay, um, all right. So I'm getting a picture of this now. So it's, there's a freshness, but there's depth and, the, uh, and, and a sweetness as well. So to me, it sounds like it's going to be a bit of a compliment, guess what? Dare we, I, dare I we think say it, it? I think definitely. But what I'm currently liking, this is very early doors, but what I'm currently liking is it doesn't smell... It smells like a fragrance that you could comfortably wear in an office. It's not like a, a like because it's that vetiver and stuff. It, it it's balanced quite well. Mm. Where so it's not just an all out sweet clubbing fragrance. It actually it's it's sweet and appealing, but it's balanced and mature enough that you could wear this in an office. Is what I'm currently getting and this yeah. early impression. How original do you think it is? How how uh, unique? You said it reminds oh. you perhaps of other things, but it's. Um... I don't think it's a game changer in that regard, but. I will definitely be rocking this. I'll report back next week, but I'll definitely be wearing this, and I'll, oh, I'll let you know. But gonna have to buy it, aren't I? No, get your nose in it, mate. That. I mean, I would say this is more up my street than yours. 
Um, but I just think you you will like it definitely. Um, but tried to buy it the other day in uh, House of Fraser, but they didn't have the they, they had the, uh, the the women's scandal, the one with the legs, but uh, they didn't have the, I, the poor on. I think Mrs. Fragstrovich's might like this. You know, I'll, do you? I'll do oh the, yes, the, yeah. Well, and that's a, a big a big one if she likes a fragrance. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really enjoying that. I would. I might just be getting caught away, caught up with it, with the whole excitement of it. But I think it's it's quite designerish. I think that it's certainly, as I say, got some sweetness akin to something from Packer Rabanne. It's it's quite like that. But so far, I think it's got enough maturity to it that it's not an all-out clubbing fragrance. I think you could wear it in an office. But right. I'll see. I'll see how it develops and dries down. It might. Oh, I really want to try it now. That was you've mm. got me intrigued massively because a few people have liked it. I think Ashton loved it on Gentsense as well. I think he said it was a good one. Ashton's always one of those um, reviews. Actually, we was talking about this earlier. He's always one of those people that I really uh, like. Listen to his opinion. I really value his opinion on fragrances because yeah. not only does it break it down and he talks quite technically, he balances that with his subjectiveness. So he will like share his personal opinion on it. He's a great reviewer, Ashton. and he'll be he's, really yeah. honest. Yeah, he's. I think he's generally one of the best. Um, yes, I agree. He, yeah. he balances that technical with the subjective and the personal side, to the point where I just really trust and value his opinion. I mean, I, I wouldn't take it as gospel. I'd always still try it myself, as yeah. everybody should. But he's I a good would, barometer for, yeah, for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. There well, you go. Steve, that is what I would call a happy ending. Yeah, that is a happy ending. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, if the wife likes it, then who knows, we might even, even get happier. Happy but uh, yeah, <laughs> so there we go. All right, well, I think we'll call it a day on, on that. We'll, we'll end on that very positive note. And uh, we're sort of running around 45 minutes here, which is a, a good time, I think, to uh, to call it a week. Uh, so is there anything anything you want to say? Anything else you want to say, Steve, before we... Uh... Not really, other than we've not received many uh, fragrance fails or anything like that lately. So do please send those in because we love hearing about them. Um, I actually did reach out to some Facebook groups to see if anybody had any stories uh, as um, the person that wrote in earlier with regards to you know, introducing their fragrances to the other half. And, and most people actually had a similar sort of story where they... they they the person that they got with wasn't really into fragrance but then they got into it and started really enjoying and sharing the hobby which is lovely when you can kind of find something that you can enjoy together so and and actually a great example of that that has happened before our very eyes on youtube which i think is a beautiful thing is justin copeland of stay fresh productions his girlfriend grace uh, sort of you could tell when she first came on his channel she was humoring him a little bit and helping him out because obviously she really liked him and she thought I'm gonna help this guy out because I think he's I, I think he's hot um, um, but she's got this great personality she's got this this killer smile and you can see over the months that they've been together she's been sucked into this hobby as well and she's now loving her, her Rogers and her Amouage fragrances and they do I think a lot of uh, Justin's channel is now both of them together and Grace is speaking as eloquently and knowledgeably about the fragrances as, as Justin is so I think it's lovely that she's sort of come from not being into fragrances to, to you know joining Justin on his journey and getting into it so it's it's lovely when that happens never for, happened for me and you Steve we'll never be that lucky but uh, you know you can't win them all can you 
No, unfortunately not. <laughs> you have to just be stuck with the women that we uh, I, committed yeah, too early to before. I remember you yeah. bring, trying to bring Mandy onto your channel once uh, early doors when you started, and um, I, I, she did a good job. I, she did great, I thought, but uh, obviously she didn't. She didn't fancy doing much more after that one, did she? No, and I mean you've done well because like Helen gets involved in your vlogs now, doesn't she? She's sort of quite sort yeah, of she's in a that bit more. Of it comfortable with the natural stuff she just she she just can't technically she struggles to technically break down a fragrance she can say that well, she likes it or she doesn't like it but she she worries that if she comes on camera that she just won't have anything interesting to say and she'll look stupid so she's sort of it's easier for her not to bother if you know what i mean so mm, yeah i get it I well, get it's that. not stopping me is it so yeah <laughs> <laughs> But other right. than that, I've, I've not got anything else to say. So, but it's good, good to catch up with you. Um, Absolutely, mate. Yeah, don't don't go away anymore. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll see what happens um, next week. I might not be here uh, this this coming Sunday, but um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'll let you figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, listen, guys, before we go, we just need to just let you know how to enter the Kajal Perfumes competition. You can either win a full bottle or a discovery set. Go to Kajal Perfumes on Instagram. You'll see the Scent Geeks post. It's actually written on the photograph, on, on the image, the Scent Geeks. All you need to do, share that image, tag Kajal, and you are in with a chance to win one of those two awesome prizes. Okay, that's it for us this week. We will be back, or at least... One of us will be back next week. Have a week, geeks. Bye.